Okay, we're talking about the importance of love. I'm going to let you uh, continue because. Where did I leave off? <laughs> you were speaking on your grandparents and the love, and I believe you were forming the question um, to me as far as a, a couple that I looked to. Was that where we? Yes, that was where we were. Yeah. Okay, so can you repeat the question? I basically just wanted to know was there a couple in your life that you looked at? And you said, you know what? I want to love like that when I get older. Um, you mentioned your grandparents. And my great-grandparents. Mm -hmm. I would say uh, my grandmother and my grandfather. The the love they had was, was truly special. Mm -hmm. I only had a short experience with my grandfather, though. But I know how much he loved my grandmother. And I knew how much she loved him. Mm -hmm. That were the like after my grandfather passed, I was so young I couldn't process what mm -hmm. had just happened. And like hearing my mom tell me about some of the things I was asking, and I was always around my grandfather. I remember laying in the bed, my grandmother would be on one side, I would be in the middle, and my grandfather would be on the other side of me. And after he passed, like I it just it was really hard on me. Mm -hmm. But I know it had, looking back now, I know it had to be even harder on my grandmother. Yes. My mom told me one time, I, I asked, like, it's raining outside. Is granddaddy getting wet out there? Because, like, my, my granddad had been buried. And I was worried, like, just as a child. And these were the type of questions I was asking my grandmother. Mm -hmm. And I look back now, like, dang, I... I can't say that I hate that I said that because I didn't know any better. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. Mm -hmm. But I think about how those things I was doing, my grandmother had lost her husband, who she had been with since she was in high school. Mm -hmm. So she lost him. I lost my grandfather, who I had three years experience with. Mm -hmm. But there was definitely a special connection between me and my grandfather. I loved him so much. But a couple who I would also speak on is the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and his wife, Mother Khadijah Farrakhan. Mm -hmm. Their love is so special because it's truly like the first family of the nation of Islam currently. Mm -hmm. And the minister speaks so highly of his wife. And her service, her sacrifice that she has made. She is the woman behind the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Mm -hmm. He is God where she is the second self of God. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is the God as in the ultimate creator. When I refer to him as God, I am simply saying I recognize the God within him yeah. because that is something that is oftentimes, oh, y'all say peace, God. Y'all say peace, goddess. Y'all y'all referring to yourself as God. No, that's not what we're doing. We're simply recognizing the components. The Bible say you're made in the image and likeness of God. So we're simply acknowledging one another in that state versus calling us calling one another derogatory terms that do not fit us truly as a people 
So their love is truly special to me. Um, he is a the greatest teacher that I know. The Bible speaks about Jesus, and from what I can read, Jesus of that time was a amazing teacher, immaculate at what he do. But for me, who have I seen teach? I've seen Nipsey hustle. I've seen the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I know the way his teachings have impacted my life, so I can bear witness. So these are like these are brothers who had that godliness within them and it really spoke to me and the ministers speak about his wife all the time you can watch lecture after lecture where he speaks uplifting our women uplifting his woman mm -hmm. and he spoke i know he talked about how she truly has been an ambassador for him Whereas he teaches, he delivers a message, but she would travel in places and people who he hadn't met personally. They already knew him and knew what he was about based on the relationship that they had with his wife because she spoke that highly of him. And certain things don't even have to be spoke. They are just known you can display love. You can display trust in one another. So it's those things that I can see and I can analyze from the relationship that they have, as well as, like I said, the relationship with my grandparents. And those are things that I truly look to as a man and a woman loving one another and creating true Black love. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I truly agree. And I think that Black love is something that's very important in our community today. And I feel like it's super important for us to emphasize the importance of it. And, you know, I, I keep on saying social media this and social media that. But I mean, it truly has changed the way we perceive everything, literally. And do you think that honestly, social media has changed the way we perceive things in a positive way or in a negative way? I'm gonna let you speak your answer that question before I um, say what I think. It's a tool and it's programming at the same time. Um, so there are positive components. It's truly how you use it. Mm -hmm. There's so much knowledge. There's, um, upliftment on social media. So if you tap into that, mm -hmm. you can create something great for yourself. You can learn a lot of things, whereas there's also a negative side to it. And you tap into that, you are going to be facing the consequences. I don't feel like people should be turning to social media for certain things like um, approval. Um, I can't think of the acceptance, I would say. Love. You shouldn't look for love on social media. And dating apps, Tinder... 
you're not going to find true love swiping. Yeah. It don't happen like that. God places people in your life and when God is working, like, and I'm not just trying to be on no no spooky, it's not a spooky thing. Conversations will arise. You will come, you will encounter people. You don't have to rely on social media apps for love and to build relationships. You can use social media for that. But like looking for, there's a, okay. And I would say this too. You might come back at me, Joy, and you may say, well, there are people who have found love on social media. Mm -hmm. That's a difference though than what I just said. Mm -hmm. I think it's a problem when people go looking for love on social media. Now there may be a difference if that's what naturally comes from a relationship that was built based on a social media platform. That's mm -hmm. different than going into it with the intention of looking for something. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I really do agree. Because, I mean, every situation is different. You never know what could happen. You know, personally, I do think the importance of in-person relationships is very I take that very seriously now granted you know I I could meet somebody like how I met I met you we literally started our conversation we literally started conversing over a topic that we were very passionate about and then look where things went from that point on you know so you never truly know what can happen yeah I definitely feel that um that's why I didn't dismiss it completely whereas others may say that social media is a tool of the devil they may come up with that approach but mm -hmm. truly social media is a tool of whatever you allow it to be. At the end of the day, you are the user. You are the one that's in control of what you take from it, what you put into it, mm -hmm. what you allow it to be. Exactly. Wow. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah I can hear you. Got you quiet. Okay. Oh, because I, 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 I heard a pause. I heard a pause and I was like, what happened? I was like, what happened now? But yeah, I agree. I think the problem is a lot of people rush into relationships. And I don't think that's how it should be. I think the best relationships are the ones that occur out of nowhere to be very honest with you. Okay, when you say occur out of nowhere, what exactly does that mean? You got to enlighten some on that. I think when I say that, I mean, you know how people talk about a chance encounter? <laughs> it okay. sounds like something off a Hallmark movie, but 
that's literally what I mean. I think the best relationships occur when you're least expecting it. Like you run into somebody at the grocery store, you two literally have a conversation and you could be talking for 30 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes to an hour, two hours long, however long. That I think is the start of something very beautiful. So you're just basically saying, so this is what I take. I'm not going to tell you what you're saying, but I'm going to ask and make sure I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You're saying that the best relationships are authentic is kind of what I'm what I'm taking from this. Yes. That they're authentic, authentic excuse me, mm-hmm. and forced. And not forced. Yeah, got you. Absolutely. You agree with that? Absolutely. Authenticity is important. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's very important. I think that that the fact that people, you know, force relationships, I don't think it's a good thing because you it, everything connects. Everything connects to what we've been discussing today. The fact that we have to learn how to love ourselves before we can love somebody else because if we don't love ourselves then we're gonna settle for whatever is being presented in front of us and I feel like at the end of the day it is okay for you to be selfish every once in a while especially when it comes to your happiness it is okay for you to be selfish it is okay for you to be rude and let this person know I'm not interested. I'm genuinely not interested in you. And I think that you are not the one for me. I don't necessarily think that that's rude to to stand up for yourself. Like that shouldn't even be like a a thing that you have to say that is is rude to tell someone to to stay in their place. Like chill out. <laughs> You're doing too much. Like I don't feel like that's necessarily rude. I don't know. You talk to me. I yeah, and I think that is a problem that happens with women. I think a lot of times with us women, we feel like we have to apologize for everything. And we don't have to. We shouldn't have to apologize for standing up for ourselves. You know, we shouldn't have to do that because we care about our happiness and our mental health. We want to be happy and we don't want to settle for just any old thing. Like it's, it's just, it's crazy because I know I was laughing because it was a post that I had seen and the girl basically was saying something between the lines of, I thank God that my boyfriend or my significant other isn't a rapper. I don't have time for it. (laughs) And that was just the funniest thing because to me, I feel like I want a man that's different. I want a man that's not going to conform to what every other man is doing because you got all these local rappers out here, especially here where I live. Every dude that I went to high school with is trying to be a rapper. And I'm just like, 
you do what you want to do. But I know for me, I want to be with a person who is going to make a difference in, in the world and in their community and is humble and isn't trying to be like the next dude. You know, that's not what I want. I want somebody who is truly okay with being themselves and truly comfortable in their own skin because that's how I am. And I want somebody who aligns with those beliefs. Definitely. And the standard just has to be raised. Yeah. Like that, uh, not settling for, for less and striving. It's okay to say no. It's okay to stand up for yourself. It's not, it's not even something you should have to apologize for. Right. We we have to protect ourselves, like, and I say this as a man. I know that if I can't protect myself, then how can I stand on what I said earlier about protecting you or protecting the child? You know, if I can't even protect myself, I'm letting everybody walk over me. Like, how is that going to lead to a respectable, a respectable? okay, he can protect others. No, you can't even protect yourself. Like, that don't that don't add up. That doesn't make sense, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, we could literally talk about relationships for hours. We really could. Yeah, but I definitely feel like we, we touched on a lot today. Yeah. Um, I definitely appreciate you you coming on. Um, you're, I hope I gave you enough time to really speak. I wasn't trying to uh, interrupt you because I wanted you to express yourself as well. Absolutely. I love your your intuition, and Thank I want that you. you speak to me as well because that's that's truly a conversation. It's not just forcing anything. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely appreciate you coming on. You're We're welcome. going to go into some more topics as well, but this is definitely a a solid start. And Absolutely. I, I appreciate and I love you. Thank you. I love you too. And I'm very grateful to have been able to have this dialogue with you. And I think it really truly is the starting block of a beautiful relationship I am just truly thankful to have been able to be a part of this conversation with you today because I feel like you not only got to know me as a person and as a black woman and as a sister but I really was able to get a sense of who you are as a man as a black man and be able to dive into your mind and who you are as a person and what inspires you and what motivates you through life and vice versa for you. You were able to do the same for me. And I think that these conversations are truly important and they are very vital to our community. And I think that more conversations like this need to be had because I think a lot of times we suppress our 
thoughts and we suppress our emotions because we're afraid of what others might think or we're afraid of this opinion might not align with ours. And, you know, I think that's the beauty of the world in which we live. We live in a world where people are going to differ. We live in a world where people are going to disagree. And I think that it's truly beautiful for two people to sit here and have a conversation about a variety of topics and just, you know, be able to connect. I think it's really beautiful. And I wish that people really took the time and effort to be able to connect with one another. I think in-person relationships and in-person connection is so important because we're all now in a world where we are glued to technology. We're glued to a phone. People don't really shake hands anymore. People don't sit at the dinner table and have a conversation with their family anymore without looking at their phone every 10 seconds. And I just think that it's it's frustrating because we are human. We are built to build relationships. We are built to connect with one another. And that's the beauty of the world in which we live in. We are all interconnected with each other in some way, shape, or form. And I think that conversations like this truly help start start that.